The tournament is where Cinderella stories begin, and big wins happen on the biggest stage. With Gambat DC, you could make your Cinderella story a reality. Take advantage of new player bonuses online and in app, or play in person for boosted parlays. You can bet on all 63 games, even if your bracket's busted, and play from the edge of your seat with exciting in game bets. Make your bets now with Gambet DC. Terms and conditions apply. Please play responsibly. Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. Sorry, I blanked quick. Um. To restart? We, no, we don't need to restart. We're good. Uh, no, I did pre-record that. We we recorded that last time we recorded, and then I forgot to attach it to the last two episodes. Um, thanks. And uh, so now we're trying something new. I just got a new headset, so I have a better microphone. And uh, we're going to try to record it entirely using Audacity and uh, see how that goes for us. I'm going to eat potatoes the whole time. Okay, and we'll we'll see how this works. Um, hopefully it'll work out better than last time when uh, what was it? The episode episode two where you apparently couldn't hear uh, you couldn't hear Josie at all on her end because the program that we were using apparently didn't pick her up right, and she repositioned herself between episode recordings. And her microphone moved, so she uh, she didn't get picked up at all. All right. Sorry, yep. So let's uh let's get started then. What have we got today? I had it written down on my phone, but I closed the message. Uh. All right. So we're gonna open up with uh headlines that happened today. Uh, which is the 13th. They were recording. Um, there were three big stories. I'm gonna start with the smallest. Um. Well, the smallest in terms of what people are going to care about on this. Uh, EA Sports announced today that they are removing Patrick Kane from the cover of NHL 16 following allegations uh, that, that he was involved in sexual assault in Buffalo. Um, and now the cover will just feature Jonathan Toes, who won the Conn Smythe Trophy back in um, 2010 when they won the Stanley Cup. Um... Personally, I don't think either of them should be on the cover, uh, but they're not gonna put a defensive player on. They're not. They're I, like they put a goalie on. Like what was it? Oh nine. They had uh, Martin Brodeur of the Devils, but uh, they're not gonna put a defensive player uh, who Duncan Keith won last year. I mean, and then for the 2015 game, they couldn't put the refs on because they won the Conn Smythe Trophy for uh, the Kings that year. That joke didn't go as well as it should have. Good. What joke? <laughs> no, the uh, in tw in in the 2014 Stanley Cup, it was the Rangers versus the Kings, and the first time in 20 years the Rangers, you know, had a chance of winning the cup, and then uh, the refs handed two games to the Kings. So the joke, oh. the joke was the Conn Smythe. Not as funny now that you've explained it. Yeah, I, I know. It 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 is funny. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Story two, uh, Sesame Street is moving to HBO, uh, partially because HBO is trying to compete with, uh, Netflix, so they need children's programming, which... So HBO Go, you mean? Yeah, HBO, no, it's going on HBO to channel, too, but HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO On Demand, and HBO will all have Sesame Street. Oh. 
Which is good because now they have more funding than just now what. They would the, just have porn. HBO never just. You're thinking of Cinemax that just has porn. No, HBO Go has porn. Oh yeah, right. That's how full is it? They they do have a fair amount of porn on HBO Go, but th 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 there's a lot more to HBO Go than just the porn. There is a there is a lot more than just the porn on HBO Go. Um, but now the good thing with this is uh, it's kind of a give and take because it the the money that Sesame Workshops should be getting from HBO to produce the show will allow them to create more content. Which, according to them, is about twice as much as they currently are creating. Um, however, uh, it's going to put a premium on people who have HBO. And one of the good things about it airing on PBS was even if you didn't pay for a cable plan, you still got it. So it was helping kids who, you know, aren't from the most affluent families, who, you know, weren't didn't have access to this, you know, this kind of learning before they turned five. Um... PBS is still going to get it just nine months later, which is a lot of time in television, and I'm not sure if PBS is going to want to air twice the content for Sesame Street than they already are. Uh, so that's, that's story number two. And uh, story number three, Will Smith is producing a reboot of The Fresh Prince with Bel-Air. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. With... Uh, Probably with his son, after I read the story. I'm, I'm reading these from IGN. Uh, based on how he's saying, a modern take. Um, and it was just, and apparently, um, you know, a modern take for Will Smith means bro with son in it. So that'll be fun. Well, that's the only way his son can get any jobs. Yeah, that's true. After his Earth daddy was... Daddy gets him in it. Yeah, After Earth was a disaster on every front. All right. After Earth? Yeah, that was that was, that was awful. bad. Yep. So now. And you like bad movies. Oh no, I do like bad movies. They just have to be. They just have to be so bad they're good. Like, uh, famously, The Room. Have you ever seen The Room? You know what movie I like though? What? Is it the um? That um that bomb. That bomb movie. That narrows it down. Oh, I made I made Peter watch it with me once. Or something. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, I'll have to find it and you can watch it. It's good. Okay. Anyways. We're gonna move on to the uh, the big opening topic of the week. Fantastic Four, absolutely fucking bombed this weekend Was at the bad? box office. You know what? I know you saw it. Yeah. See, cause here's the thing. I the the way I got info, information about how, about how good it was is I went on Rotten Tomatoes, and one of the things that when you look at Rotten Tomatoes you tend to forget. I mean this happened to me too, is it's not uh, nine out of a hundred. The the score isn't a nine out of a hundred. The average review, it means nine percent of people who saw it thought the movie was better than okay, and gave it a passing review. Which still means the movie's bad, but when you see the 9%, you think, oh, this is going to be the worst thing ever made. No, it just means 9% of critics actually thought it was good. Uh, here's the thing. The movie was too short. And that, if the movie was longer, it would have solved a lot of the problems. Because, 
Um, they don't really develop anything. At all. And They've so, kind of been doing that a lot lately. That's kind of what I thought about Ant-Man as well. Well, Ant-Man was a two and a half hour movie. You can't really add time to that. Well, I they still don't think they did an okay job with it. I don't know. I, I like a movie where I fall in love with the characters and when something bad's going to happen, I start to cry. <laughs> and that has not happened recently with all the Marvel movies coming out. Has there ever been a Marvel movie where you felt that way, though? When? Um, alright, so, I really liked pretty much every X-Men. <laughs> okay. And then, um, I really liked Iron Man 1, mm -hmm. and Captain America, the first one. Yeah. See? Yeah, I just about cried. See? The X-Men movies, I'm not going to argue, are they are far better made than anything that um, Marvel Studios puts the out. They're, they're matter, they're, I mean, with the exception of the two big flops, which would be X-Men Origins Wolverine and uh, X-Men 3. Liked. And X-Men 3. Um, I yeah, Peter liked X-Men 3 too. I mean, I don't think he... Uh, I don't know if he's right about that. Um, so, so, but those are better made movies than um the marvel movies by uh by disney and marvel studios but uh what's it called the uh i liked ant-man i thought ant-man was in i would say the top five for me because easily number one the best uh the best marvel disney marvel movie is a tie between the winter soldier and um guardians of the galaxy so that that's easily number that's easily number one. But I would say Iron Man's number two, Ant Man's number three. Um, and I did not think that was gonna happen. In fact, when this summer started, I thought that um, Fantastic Four was gonna end up being the best superhero movie out this summer. It wasn't. Easily, Ant Man was, because right. I mean, like nothing really happened in Age of Ultron of value. Because everything ends on a note of like, yay, we're all happy, and Civil War is next week. Buckle up. <laughs> like, so that I'm was... Excited. I think Civil War is going to be good. We're going to be... Actually, today is the 13th. The first trailer for Civil War should be at some point this weekend. Because D23 is this weekend. So that, that'll be cool. Um, anyway, moving on to our topic of discussion this week. We have Red Dawn. So, what about Red Dawn? Did you want to talk about this week? I have a oh, few. Which one did you think is better? I've only watched the one for this week so far, because next week we're still talking about the 2012 one. I think. Wait, next week we're talking about the 2012. Yes, we. Yes, we. We've been over this. <laughs> I sent you the email with the mind. list. I, I, I sent you a list of things. Okay. So, what about the 1984 Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. I told you. I saw it ages ago. Okay. You're the one that just watched yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it earlier today. Uh, actually, I would say about 20 minutes before we started recording, I watched the uh, I watched it 
completely I, all the way I through. I attempted to watch it last night, but fell asleep because I was sick. So let's uh, let's see what we want to talk about. How about the fact that this movie, uh, to an to an extent, um, what's it called, plays off the fact that America didn't understand what was uh, what was actually going on in the Cold War in a in the international theater. Did you catch that from this movie too, or was it so long ago you didn't? Uh... Say what your question is again. <laughs> that the movie only functions and works well because Americans didn't know what was actually going on during the Cold War in the international political theater. Sure. Yeah, because like the movie is based on um, what was it? Cuba, I think it was Honduras and Russia all aligned to attack the United States. <laughs> now, I don't think anyone in a, like in 1984 it might have been like, yeah, Cuba's going to like kill us, but like we know now Cuba never really had at that time the capability to actually do anything. I think even to this day they don't have the military capability to do anything. So really it would have been just Russia, Russia and uh, Honduras with whatever the hell they got over there. Invading, uh, <laughs> invading through, through Texas, no less, successfully up into Colorado. So they get into Colorado, and that's where the movie takes place. Um, it also uh, completely doesn't like show. The movie illustrates like how uh, the Soviet Union had this great military that was uh, incredibly powerful. It it didn't. They didn't have that at that time because this was. About four years from the fall, was it four years from the fall? I, I would say about four years from the fall, because it was start. It was starting when Russia was starting to like tone down its aggression toward the United States, and the uh, the the talks were starting between Gorbachev and uh, Reagan. So I mean, the movie the movie does, it, and the movie was literally just playing off of Cold War Cold War paranoia in the same way Rocky Four does. If you have anything to add, go ahead, speak up. Have you ever been to Honduras? No, I have not been to Honduras. Beautiful. <laughs> it's so pretty. Um, okay, let me rephrase. I have something on topic before. to... Huh? Do you have something on topic to, uh, to add to the uh, Cold War thing? I was talking about Honduras, thank you. Okay, well... That's, that's what I had to add. Let's see, what have we, uh, what else have we got about this movie? Um, also, uh, I, I have, I looked at the Wikipedia page for the remake, because I wanted to see if my suspicion was true about it, and it was. That, in the, in, in the original Red Dawn, obviously this is a spoiler, uh, everyone dies. Well, most everyone dies. Okay. And I thought if this movie came out today, that wouldn't happen. Why not? Because you can't... Because, like, think about everything that's happened in modern cinema recently with how uh, you can't... Like, the main character always has to come out triumphant. We're getting fucking Charlie Brown where he's the protagonist of a movie and he's still going to be the hero in the end and not just the downtrodden everyman. Like, he's not... Like, that's not what he does and he's, he's gonna be like the hero of the movie when at most he'd be a supporting member of the the main 
you know, whoever actually was the hero of the story. So, what I my first thought was when I we got to, when I got to the end was in, when they remade the movie, everyone lived. I assumed, right? I assume, right? And I was kind of right. I think only one person died. I still haven't watched the movie. I just read the Wikipedia page. Um, but they they couldn't like. I'm getting it's it's a little irritating too because it's not real like I don't want to say a realistic portrayal of a uh, Soviet invasion of the United States, um, but it's it, it's just like it it doesn't make sense, right? We have a bunch of untrained kids and all of them live through it. Like people are gonna die on the way to the end of the story, and that's what that was one of the things that worked really well in this movie was it um it allow it showed you that you know, there are casualties of war, and it's not just this idealized thing where just faceless goons of the opposition are what's being uh, killed. Unlike the newer one from 2012, where it seems like everybody lives except for, who was it? I think it's Channing Tatum, maybe? I think... Who was that? I think both of the Hemsworth brothers are in it. Um, Hemsworth brothers? Liam and uh, Chris Hemsworth. I know at least he Liam has in it. Let me uh, look up like the Wikipedia. He was like the main room. character guy who. Still haven't seen the movie. Was pretty much the only one that died. Yeah, because they had to kill off the main character. Like that's something that almost guaranteed had to happen just on premise well, of the movie. He wasn't the main character. Josh. Josh what? Peck was right. Josh Peck, right? <laughs> oh no, no, no! It he... wasn't Liam Hemsworth. It was just Chris Hemsworth who was in this movie. And he, Chris Hemsworth played Jed Eckert, Josh Peck played Matt Eckert, Josh Hutcherson played Robert Kittner, and Adrian... It's really weird seeing Josh Peck. Adrian Pe- Pelecki, otherwise known as Mockingbird. Oh, it's Chris Hemsworth. Yes, the older brother. Okay. The old, okay, only Chris the older brother. Hemsworth. Um, Thor and Mockingbird his, went on a little, uh... His ending scene mm-hmm. is the scene. Well, cause you I don't laugh your ass off when you finally see it. I don't want to say Chris Hemsworth's a bad actor. He's good as Thor. I've never seen him in anything else, though, where I'm like, you know, he, he, he can... He wasn't bad in this, I don't think. Um, I just think that the way it ends mm-hmm. is hilarious. It is too funny. You'll have to watch it, and then you can just see. It's too funny. Yeah. Well, I see the Wikipedia page doesn't bode well for this movie. Because it says, if you like this, you'll also like Snow White and the, Hums- and the Huntsman, G.I. <laughs> Joe Retaliation, uh, The Forger, and uh, Cash. You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you. So, it doesn't exactly, uh, you know, bode well for this movie to, you know, come off with something good. Um... What else is there about this? There's something else that really caught me about this. Um, oh, the pacing of the info dump I liked. Where 
it was very much possible for them to go to Star Wars route when they started with the text in the beginning and just dump, here are the cities that were nuked, here's where the uh, troop positions are, here's how they invaded and all that. But they didn't. They went through a very natural progression where you are getting, in the same way the characters in the movie would be getting from the beginning, very limited information to start out. And then as the story unfolds, you find out more about what's going on. Like... You, like, you're not just dumped like, okay, here's the world you're in. It's you're finding out as they go out and explore the world, too. Which, I mean, a lot of movies now would just go and just dump it. Like, here you go, suck on that kind of thing. Right. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes puts it at 12%, which puts it as a better movie, critically, than Fantastic Four. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the 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 remake Red Dawn, uh, the remake Red Dawn is at nine percent is at twelve percent. Fantastic Four is sitting at a nine percent. Okay, so I really think that the new Red Dawn really wouldn't have been that bad if um, Josh Josh Hutcherson. Uh huh. I'm saying that right. The Squirtle. No, Peta. I know. I'm kidding. You look like a Squirtle. Looks like a Squirtle. Okay, so just continue. Can we get through one episode without you breaking character? Holy shit. No. We're three episodes in and you've you've done it in every single one. Don't be such a dumbass. <laughs> Anyways, Josh Hutcherson ruins the entire movie because he can't yell like the famous line of um I think what is it like we're the Wolverines or something. Or he just like yells on the rooftop. He can't do it. He just can't do it. Sucked. Okay. He ruined it, I think. It really wouldn't have been that bad, but he ruined the whole I don't, thing. I don't think... See, when I look at the Rotten Tomatoes score for this at 12%, the critic consensus is, isn't is that um, Josh Hutcherson couldn't yell the catchphrase at a movie. It's... That the movie doesn't is that the character development is shitty, the logic of the movie is shitty, and the whole premise yeah. doesn't work. Because yeah. apparently it's North Korea that invades, right, in the remake. What? It's North Korea that invades in the remake. Yeah, that's what's. That's what's. That's that, and therein lies the problem. North Korea couldn't uh, couldn't invade. I don't think they couldn't launch an invasion on the cal on the scale that this fictional Soviet Union can. Okay, so there's another movie. I sent you the title of it. What is it? It's um, what was it called? It's the Australian version of Red Dawn. Shit, where is it? I don't think you ever sent me that. Do you remember what it is? Yeah, it is. I said watch this. Oh, okay, yeah, that movie. Tomorrow when the war began. Yes. Okay. So, that is a funny movie. That is hilarious. It's so funny to just see, like, what the Australian version of, like, Red Dawn is. Where Red Dawn's like, we're gonna take them all out. Or, we're gonna take them all out. Go, America. The Australian version, at the end of it, they blow up a bridge. Like, that was the climax. <laughs> they blow up a bridge. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... 
I mean, Australia does shit. Like, they have, like, all of Mad Max takes place in Australia. So, yeah. Like, I've only seen the first Mad Max. I haven't seen Fury Road yet. That's on uh, digital media, I think, now. Uh, we're still waiting for the DVD release. Uh, that's in, uh... That's in September, I think. So we may have Mad Max Fury Road. So September 1st. So that puts it where we can talk about it on the 23rd of September. Do you want to do that? Yes. There we go. 23rd of September, Mad Max Fury Road. So do you go back and bleep my mistakes? I try to, unless we have an issue like last week where we can't hear you anyway, so, and it's just a moot uh, point at that point. I guess that's a good thing, then. Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm not paying $30 for a multi-format Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, let's get the DVD. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be doing Mad Max Fury Road on, I guess I have the date, I completely forgot to write it down. The 23rd of September. And then a month later, we'll be doing Age of Ultron. Because that comes out in October. Huh. Now, you understand that when you, uh, when you send me a message on Skype, it'll be picked up by the microphone, right? Because of how it's... <laughs> You're not really... Okay. Um, let's see. What are we up to now? Alright, so we are... Are we done with, uh, what's it called? What's L-N-O? It's a typo. It should be still no. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so are we, uh, are we out of the, uh, the part about Red Dawn? Do you have anything you wanted to add on Red Dawn? Final thoughts? Yeah. You don't have any final um... thoughts? Red Dawn is funny. Not just yeah, a comedy. The, the original is tragic and good. This new one is a comedy. I don't think it's supposed to be. Is I it like The Room, funny. a comedy where it's a drama, but it's so bad it's funny? Kind of like horns. Okay, well. Alright, so let's see. What are we going to talk about next? We're going to talk about why we decided to create the podcast in the first place. Me and Josie are going to be doing comics. We are? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not something that we, uh, that we, we, we've definitely discussed this at length for a few months, and it's the reason why we decided to start the podcast, and, uh, eventually we can, you know, fund. I didn't know that was the reason. Yes, that we, we, yes. I thought just we were like, I want to do a podcast. Well, that too, but we, we. And you were like, Josie. Let's, let's do a podcast, and I said, yeah, you. sure. Look at you, not breaking character this time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, okay, so what happened was, the actual way it happened was we were going to do the comic, and um, what happened is I already have my the books I've released, and what I thought was, wouldn't it be cool if in the same world where you have these, the fuck is that? That's cool, okay. Um, now, if if I touch... I have... Oh my 
Um, no, because um, in the same world where you have the characters from, you know, the depths of winter and all that, you have, there's also, like, you know, superheroes and stuff. Because in all of these modern superhero movies, you don't really ever address what's going on to the average person. Because we got to that with Daredevil. So, that's why we just, uh, like I said, why don't we, you know, do it. And Josie can draw. So she'll be the artist. So she'll be the artist. So, uh, right now, though, we have two different directions we can go in. And uh, we've been talking about this. And so we have direction one, which is called The Western Defenders, which is a story of uh, a guy who gets recruited uh, to basically just um, hold off an alien invasion from Earth is the long-term plan. But it's coming in a, in a while. So the guy who's like, you know, the police of this part of the universe hires him like, look, you got to do this. And has him, you know, take time to do it. But he's going to have a whole bunch of other, you know, villains. And it's set in New York. And, you know, it's really cool. He'll interact with some of the other characters that have already been introduced. Like um, when I released the... Uh, the extended edition of Families Forever, I introduced, I introduced the character Chris, who um, is going to be very heavily featured in um, in this, in these comics because he is uh, owner of a tech company, um, and his company to be very heavily featured uh, in this. Um, then the other idea, which I also like. Um, is it takes place not on Earth? It's in a place called Sandbox. And remember we talked about this with the uh, it's yeah, I like this one better. Yeah, where basically um when the universe was created, all the the gods and the cosmic entities that did it created the universe from you know the first one. Then they decided let's fuck around a bit and created a second one, which is basically just they do whatever the hell they want. They fight. They use it as, like, you know, a ground to, you know, test different ideas before they let them let loose the creations on the regular one. And it's called Sandbox. And it's just this massive, ever-expanding planet where that happens. And well, the planet uh, itself is an expanding life on it. Yes. Right, yeah. They have, like, uh, like, this, like, they can put whatever they want there. Like, there'll be, like, a town that's, like, medieval or something like that, and it's as needed, you can put anything there, because they, you know, they can do whatever the hell they want, um, which is literally just an excuse for us to go, hmm, what happens if we had cavemen fight, you know, like, a future city, um, and so what happens is, um, the first time we would do for this is called Rescue Squad, which is a, um, a team of five people who have been endowed by the gods, very basic abilities like uh, super strength, that kind of thing, and they would go around, and as the gods are fighting, and all the, the big superheroes are fighting, they would go around and, like, you know, go into the buildings that are destroyed in the aftermath and save people and that kind of stuff. Um, only a little. We're not, we're not very... Uh, so, yeah, so that's where... That's, that's where we are with that. Um, what we're going to do, though, we're going to open it up. Which idea would be better? That should be the one we're going to pursue first. Which is why we went we went into this this time. 
yeah. Uh, and copyright law still exists, so I know you. I know you were concerned about that from the message I just got. Um, but copyright law does still exist, so you know. By putting this out there, we do have a solid date as to when uh, we we did it, because. Yep, so we have that all set up. So we're going to, um... I don't remember the Western one. Yeah, that was the one I sent you. You have issue one on your computer. I wrote the script for issue one, and I gave it you to you. You gave me a lot of stuff. That's true. So... That all say issue one. Oh, did I? They all have, like, the same freaking title. Oh, okay. I don't know what anything's for. Okay, I went through... I have everything organized on my computer very... In a way that I understand. And then I copied and pasted it to her, but it doesn't make sense when I copied and pasted it to her, because there's no table of contents. Issue 1, Issue 1, Issue 1, Issue 2, Issue 2, and I'm like, I don't, or Chapter 1, Chapter 7. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll, yeah, we will, uh, we'll figure that out. Um, so what have you been up to? We, we were gonna do, I do have on the list, Small Talk. So, what have you been up to? Well, in your life, in in, in what you want to do with this, with the uh, the characters, you know that kind of thing. Anything you want to address? Well, um, I told you that in the move I had told um that was packing my shit not to pack my pencils and my sketch pad. And they didn't pack my, pack my sketch pad, but they packed my pencils. And I don't know where they are. Uh, I don't know where anything is here. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where there's like a Michaels or something. I barely found my way to Wally World. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was the issue with that. Um, outside of my, uh, my usual work... Uh, my day jobs. I have been working on The Singers, which is coming out in November. Um, and we, uh, I got to a point where um, we have the. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna say it here because I mean, if you're listening to this and uh, you probably, you know, you, you probably want to hear about this. I'm assuming at some point. But we have uh, the main character is Kevin Mastin, reprising from Families Forever, same character, and. Uh, at the end of Family Forever, he took on the case of um, th- a group of three people who want to, you know, get big, you know, being professional musicians. Um, one year later, they've made no headway toward that. So, um, after having, uh, so the question became, where do you open it? And I opened it in December 2009, where it's a year after the events of the last one. And he goes, uh, now they're going to uh, find a female to add on to the group um, because there was a typo, but I decided, fuck it, we're just going to, you know, have a, a man named Nancy. So they're going to get a girl for the group now. So, um, and Wait, why is there going to be a man named Nancy? Because there was a typo where I wrote three, uh, three men into the room, and then I had a character named Nancy. But I don't address her as female at any point in it, so I was like, you know what? We'll just keep her as a uh, we'll just keep it as a guy named Nancy. You know what I like? What? I think they should be um, you know, um, like tranny or something. You can't say that. Why not? No, you. 
Okay. And on that note... Why can't I say that? I'll explain later. Why can't I say that? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so, uh... Now we're going to go back to talking about what we're going to do in the next few weeks. Um, we have, next week, we're going to be doing Red Dawn 2012, the remake, and that will be for the 26th. Alright, we'll put in another movie, too. Um, why don't we talk about Chronicle, too, while we're at it. Chronicle. Well, the guy who directed Fantastic Four made one movie you prior. Not, you might not want to tell me. You should be like, oh... And I'll tell you next week. No, no, no. This is... Everyone knows what Chronicle is. It was a found footage movie back when found footage movies were all the rage. You remember that? When it was, like, there was Project X and there was, like, all the paranormal activity style, like, with the found footage. Um, this uh, is a found footage superhero movie. That's okay-ish. So we can tack that on with Red Dawn. So we'll do both of those back-to-back -back in the next episode. Just to address some last thoughts about the remake of Red Dawn, and then we'll go into Chronicle a little bit. Um, unless you have a better idea. Do you have a better movie you want to do? Not at the moment. Okay, and then, so that will be for the, uh, the 26th. Then on um, September 2nd, we will be doing The Drop. We'll be About doing Fantastic the... Four? No, the drop is the uh, the mobster movie from last year. I'm so confused. Okay. I'm going through the next few weeks' schedule. So, Wednesday the 26th, we're doing Red Dawn and Chronicle. Wednesday, September 2nd, we're doing The Drop. Wednesday, September 9th, we're going to be doing Rudy. And I'm still waiting for Josie to pick a movie for the 16th. So, as soon as, so, next week we will tell you what we're doing on the 16th, when uh, she does finally decide what we're going to do. So, uh, yeah, we good for this week, you think? Probably, yeah. Yep, so uh, we'll be back next week.